let's kick this off. Listeners, welcome to this week's episode of 321Go Podcast. Uh, we're joined by Aaron Hoff and uh, Rory Zambard. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to uh, join us. Absolutely. Oh, Stoked to be here. Thanks to you guys. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, Aaron and Rory are in charge of the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run. If you want to find out what's going on, it's coming up in uh, September. There's events going on every day from September 15th. The actual run is on September 17th. Uh, why don't you guys give us a little bit of history around the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run? So the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run started in uh, 2014 was the first year. And Aaron decided to put together this run to benefit the kids of Kauai so that he could continue to run an entirely free CrossFit kids program. Um, And he unexpectedly had about 300 people show up for the first run when the day of the run, only six people had signed up. And 2015, it grew a ton. He gained a bunch of sponsors. that have helped grow the popularity of the event. 425 people showed up in 2015. And um, this year we're hoping that, you know, we'll have around 600 to 700 people showing up to support our kids. That's incredible growth. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty rad. And I think that's just a testament to you guys. It, it, um, you know, in reading about the run, it seems really apparent that you guys have this really strong vision about helping the the kids in your area. Why don't you explain for the listeners that aren't familiar with things where you're at? Explain the importance of this kids program that you offer. Well, I was I was born and raised on Kauai, so like growing up here, I. I know the environment and I was affected by drugs and alcohol and pretty much the kids, all they, what we do when we grow up here, the, our options are basically probably similar to it at anywhere in the world, but our options are basically we go to the beach, hang out and party. And we just want to get away from our parents and just get to that environment because that's the only environment that we have to go to. But doing the CrossFit part with the kids, when I started it up, it was, I saw that this was a new environment that, and I was, I've always been searching for something to, to help get the kids um, out of that environment because I'm a recovered drug addict. I've been, I've been sober 18 years and I've constantly worked with families over here and I just watched the drugs just decimate families and kids. And, and this program, when I started doing it, I saw that they get hooked on this program and it actually created a whole nother option for them to be able to have an outlet, you know, as, as opposed to, and it's a lot different than, to me, it's a lot different than soccer, football, or any type of other sport. This is a sport that they will carry on through their whole entire life. It's not just something that's just going to be a phase. So I've seen the value of it where it'll just, I mean, it's a long-term effect that you can have. You can create an environment that has good people there to help carry these kids through through this time of their life, the most important time of their life. It's pretty much life or death, your point of time in their life, basically, that you're carrying them through. Aaron, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, did you have a, a mentor or somebody come along as you were coming up that introduced you to strength training or, or conditioning? Or, or you know, wh- uh, where did this become a part of your journey? Well, I've been, uh, like, I've been 
it's kind of funny how it works because it's like you know I, I believe in God and you know it's basically been like he's all these little things have fallen in place like just perfectly in my life and and how I fell in the CrossFit you know I was I'm a big wave surfer and and you know I surf 30 50 foot waves and all the time and I'm you know I'm, I'm in a decent shape but then at one point how I fell into CrossFit is I went down to Bali and I almost drowned and I was kind of out of shape, you know, and I came, I, I hit the... He wasn't kind of out of shape. His nickname was Fat Uncle. <laughs> yeah, okay, I was, I was out of shape. <laughs> so I almost drowned. I barely made it to the shore, you know, I was surfing this spot, and it was, it was pumping, and, and then I said, God, you know, I need help with my fitness because otherwise I'm, I just give up. I'm going to just become the Fat Uncle. I give up already. <laughs> you know, and then I came home, and then one of my other buddies... Um, Kai Garcia, he got sober, and he was—he just got sober, and he called me up and says, "Hey, come over, come over to Wahoo and hang out with me." You know, and, and whenever my friends get sober, I go and I go to support them because you know I know how to stay sober. And um, then I went over there and he introduced me to CrossFit, and I basically had like you know I was I I, tra- I, I pretty much had rabbo the first week. <laughs> Then I went through it, and then I was just like, "Dude, this is it! I love CrossFit." And then I just got turned on into CrossFit, and then it's been three, four years later. I'm at this is where I'm at with CrossFit, and it's just so. When you started this, so there's this for the listeners that don't know at, at CrossFit Poipu, the kids program is completely free to all kids, correct? Yeah, it's yeah. always been free. So whenever when I started, it, I've it was basically I just I just right out of the gates I was just like it's free no matter what I, I'm not because I know that and it's also the people over here too it's really expensive to afford to live in Hawaii so I know I know everybody here so I know their financial situations and I know all this so I pretty I pretty much make it available for everybody no matter what it's um, because it's like everybody here is like my family pretty much anybody's like my family that's the way I treat people and it's um. If they need help, I'm there to help them. And as long as they're honest with me, and I'll, I'll back them up all the way. And so the kids' program is, you know, it's, it's, it's so vital for kids to have an environment like that. Can you, and, think of, can you think of one or two examples of some kids that have come out of this program that, you know, that it, if you look at it and you're like, this is why we do this, this example of this kid, you know, changing his or her life. Can you think of some people like that? Yeah, I have a, a prime example right now. We have this one girl. She's, um, her name's Hi'ilani her name's Wilson. Hi'ilani, and, um, she was actually the first one who inspired me to start the program. Mm. You know, and she came in, she had hickeys on her neck and she was just like this little, you know, just about 14, 14 years old. tattoos all the way down her and just, arm already. Train wreck right, waiting to happen, and she just came in and she's stuck. She's still been with us. She lives at my house now. She's moved out, and and she's basically choosing the life. Yeah, choosing life as opposed to, and she's trusting us with everything we're doing, and telling her um, to in, in the direction for her to go. You know, it's cool to watch. You know, and I've watched her go in and out. It's been this struggle that. She'll go and party, and then she'll come back, and then she'll go and party and come back. But before, we never had that opportunity. It was just we all party. There was no place to come back to. Mm-hmm. You just go and party, 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 you know. And then, 
your family falls apart, you know, her family dynamics is, it's a little rough and, you know, and, um, so, so now the, basically the whole thing that's been showed to, to me through this is that it's not just a party life. They have a place that has an option. There's basically life or death and we're life and the other situation is death. Mm. And I get to watch kids choose life all the time. It's coming with us. It's basically choosing life. That's so incredibly that's, powerful. That's, that's, uh, that's, that, that's uh, I really appreciate you sharing that story, guys. Um, so, a little bit. So, obviously, at CrossFit Poipu, there are not. It's not just a kids program. I'm. I'm assuming you've got adult members as well. How How have your adult members at the box? Uh, how has this experience of having this free kids program that's obviously changing lives? How has that influenced your your adult members in their fitness journey? I think there's a lot of carryover. Um, some of our kids, our kids are welcome to take a class anytime they want. We have a kid-specific hour during the day, um, but any class that CrossFit Point Blue offers, the kids are allowed to come to. And um, I think that there's a lot of benefit to having kids be present in in the adult environment as well, because there's two sides to every coin. That like the vibrance and the youthfulness that kids bring to the gym um, is is tangible. You know, when kids are in there and you see them working hard, like the adults just love it. And they love when, when you see the kids succeed. And then on the other side, you know, the kids get the chance to watch uh, good role models, healthy role models, people that they look up to and, um, and respect them, uh, see them work hard and see them grow in an environment that uh, maybe some shoes that they want to fill someday, you know, they get to see where they can head if they continue to work hard. So I think that there's, there's so much benefit to having these kids in the program um, working with the adults around and also the adults just knowing that um, there's a place for their kids to come to, or maybe they have a buddy who they know they're, they're struggling or their kid is struggling in a place they can send them as well. So there's just, so much benefit to having both things happening at the same time. That's incredible. So it almost gives – what I, what I kind of hear you saying, Rory, is that it, it gives your adult members almost a sense of belonging to something larger than them, themselves. Is that safe to say? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, they, and they know it too. Like I get like a lot of feedback I get from people like just from the community I'm going around. They just – you know, they're, they're so grateful for what we're doing. Yeah. And, the, and the adults and stuff like that. And they pull me aside and they said, they said it's probably one of the greatest programs on the island right now that, it's, that we're creating. Yeah, and it's one of the only free programs. And that's, you know, that's why it's so successful and can continue to be successful is because it doesn't cost anything. And, you know, the, the bar to entry is pretty low. Uh, when they come in, you know, the bar starts to raise once you get them hooked a little bit. But it's just a matter of getting them in the door and having a, a community that supports our event, whether that's the CrossFit community or the local community on Kauai, like that support is what allows this program to remain free. And, and that's what allows it to grow. And I think that's something that a lot of the members in the gym respect. Do you have any local partnerships with any other organizations or maybe like government entities that have helped promote the kids program or is the trail run kind of the primary fundraiser for this thing? It's been both. 
Yeah, well, we get local community, but not, nothing from the state and stuff like that yet. I'm, no. I'm working with them on stuff, and they've, they've always been, you know, just a little shy. Mostly really, local businesses yeah. are the most helpful. So we have great partnerships with the CrossFit community, CrossFit, Progenics, Rogue, Mammoth Bar, um, Air Salt Bike, Arc Smart Gear, a lot of, like, key companies that have helped us um, raise a lot of money for these kids, and that... Uh, has with the growth of the trail run, we're starting to see more involvement from local businesses in our community. Um, some of the owners of businesses go to the gym, which helps. So we can we can pressure them into helping us and donate a little bit. Um, but we also have one uh, with the Poipu Beach Athletic Club that's helping us a ton this year. They help us feed our kids. So every time we have CrossFit class after class, um, we get the kids some food. So we know they come home from school super hungry or it was during the summertime. They're always hungry. So uh, they've helped us a lot. And it's also where we're holding our event this year um, with the Athlete Showcase partnered with our kids. So um, there's a lot of local involvement and hopefully it grows and continues to grow more in our local community. How long into the existence or after you started the box did this kids program come come to be? Pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, I already saw, you know, I knew that I, my, my, the, the reason I really opened the box was to have a place for kids, you know, and that's my, my goal before, when I was even in there, I was just like, I've always been about the kids mm-hmm. because it's, I just want, you know, I've been so, I'm so close to so many of these families and I just wa- watching the, like I said, the decimation of families just falling apart, just like the total destruction of families and just like being hopeless and having a way to help them from what's what's happening with the drugs and the alcohol and the you know and the, all that the stuff that just tears apart families you know and it's um and it's just that's been the, the driving force for me for the past i've been sober 18 years and that's been my drive for 18 years and even before crossfit i was out picking up kids taking them surfing doing you know what i mean but there was never really there was, uh, there was little moments of hanging out and stuff, but there was never that uh, solidified program of just something that they can grab hold to, you know. Now I think that you know, without going too far down in, into a history lesson, I think that this issue is one that uh, us mainlanders aren't terribly familiar with how bad the situation actually is. But you know, this is probably the tenth conversation I've had with somebody. Where I I've heard that the it is it is really bad these the the drug situation the family situation is is awful. It, explain to us just a little bit um, what is what is going on you know for us you know it, you know even though this isn't exactly the the purpose of this this show I think it's important for our audience to kind of understand the overall picture of what's going on there. So like um, like if I was to put it in a nutshell, it's basically like. It's hard for, say, people who are into CrossFit and in shape and living a good life. It's really hard for them to see that part because they're not in. Tra- it'll it'll look like it's not even there when you when you when a person's living in a, a good solid place of like successfulness in their life. That whole bottom part of life is almost invisible to them unless they really go down there and, and seek it and try and search for it. They can they might see it in a person in a family another family member. Or here and there, but it's like, but people kind of keep that really hush, 
that are going through it. But if you were to really like go out there and seek to, to find these people, these kids and stuff, they're everywhere. Mm. It's just like, it's, it's almost like, and it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's at all. It's just a, what happens is like, it's like a blinders go on because people are, they're training, they're working, they're living their lives and it's up and they're not really in this whole other world. That's the drug and alcohol addiction world because CrossFit's a healthy lifestyle as opposed to that's, that's two total different environments, mm-hmm. you know? So you bring the, like if I was to suggest another boxes, you're going to bring that environment. I mean, you can go to a boys and girls club. You can go to all these other clubs and find these things. And it takes a person's heart that wants to help, you know, mm-hmm. um, that really wants to get out there and help. That, that's a special part yeah. of this is, is to really, and, and it's really hard for, because it takes time and it takes laying your life down to go out and help people. You know, a lot of people struggle with that because they're so focused on themselves. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you could come to Kauai yeah. and, and easily not see that side of that. Yeah, most people that come here, they're like, they have no idea. Really? What? Where? Yeah, and, and even all of Hawaii, you think paradise, you don't yeah. think any problems at all because it's a vacation destination but you live here or you grow up here and you know it's an integral part of their culture and society is that uh, drug and alcohol abuse is almost a common denominator in every family Mm. that everyone here knows somebody whether it's their mom dad brother sister themselves personally um, that is affected by it and it affects them and it's a generational thing so every generation it snowballs and it gets bigger and it gets crazier and it gets harder um, and you become more entrenched in it and with drug and alcohol abuse the, the goal and objective is to break that cycle mm-hmm. to pull one person out and change their life so that they can change their kids lives so that the next generation has a better chance and it continues to grow and continues to get better um, and that's what our heart is for this program is to just change a period of time in these kids' lives. And it won't always fix them. It's not going to help. It won't save everybody. But what it does do is it plants a seed. And they know that there's always a choice and there's always an option, especially when you live in a, on an island that it seems like there is no choice. It's, you're trapped. You're stuck. You're surrounded by it. So by giving kids a place to be and a place to belong, they, um, they take that little seed home with them and hopefully it changes something along the line. Yeah. And if you change one kid's life, you basically are changing generations <laughs> yeah, you win. down the road because I look at all the people that I've affect, affected and it's just, it's like a pyramid of like, you know, hundreds mm-hmm. of people. Yep. It's a ripple effect. Yeah. So uh, one thing, one of my favorite things about our community, guys, is I, I've really never talked to a single gym owner out of the hundreds that I've talked to that do not feel a sense of responsibility to their community at large. Oftentimes, I feel like they just don't know where to begin. They want to do something, but they don't know how to go about. Like you were just saying, Aaron, it, it's easy to get involved in yourself and the day-to-day and the stress that you're experiencing and never actually reach outside of yourself to be of service to others. If if this episode of this podcast is a time when the gym owner is like, do you know what? I, I know. I feel this responsibility. I don't know where to start. 
what do you recommend they do? How do you how do you recommend they find the core of their service to the community? I would think. I mean, it's 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 pretty easy. I mean, there's like you could go, like I said, the Boys and Girls Club. You could go to um, youth pastors at churches that work with kids. You could go to um, you know um, go to the schools and find the the classes with all the the troublemaking kids in there, you know, the, where I was, yeah. <laughs> you know. I think and, some of the easiest ways to do it, um, Kauai operates a little bit differently. Things are a little more mellow here. Rules are a little more relaxed. Uh, but especially on the mainland, I think whether or not you attend church yourself or whether or not you even believe in it, um, that's one of the easiest ways to get kids to continue to be, or to get kids into your program because they have their own rules and regulations outside of the school system. Um, so like the Boys and Girls Club is a business that operates independently. So it's a little difficult to get involved and invested there. It's also really hard, really, really, really hard to get involved in the school system. That is a whole nother beast unto itself. So I think if you really have a heart for it, um, check your members first, you know, get their kids in the door get them started and get a little program rolling um, and learn what it's like to really work with kids because it is a selflessness. If you're a parent, you know it's a selflessness that um, you cannot even fathom. And I'm not a parent, so I don't really know what I'm talking about. But, you know, it's it's a selflessness that you're looking for even as a coach of kids. And, and check it out with the members at your gym already. Um, and be willing to sacrifice a lot to make it happen. And then I would check with local organizations that are a little more freeform, like the church, um, local youth youth organizations, uh, and get those kids pulled into the gym as well. Or even if your kids play sports, you know, their sports teams, you can tap into that. Um, I would I would say look in those areas before you head to the school because you're going to want to have an established program before they're really willing to look at it or be interested in it. Um, but the best thing that you can do is start just like Aaron did with a kid. Mm. Just one. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot. And it's know? like, yeah, that's my, my, is you just start small and it's, and in the beginning, it, it, I mean, I was doing it, for, I've been doing it for years. So it's real, it was real natural for me. And Hoffie did not plan to have this program. Yeah. This, he didn't plan this I've at all. I've just been shooting from the hip for the past three or four years. And now we have 85 kids that are here. You know, it's like, it started with one, and four years down the road, it's massive by comparison without any plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I was saying, you know, it starts in the beginning, it'll, it'll probably feel, because a business owner is focused on their business and making money and it's to survive, which is totally understandable. And when you when you do adventure off into this, it's going to probably it's going to feel uncomfortable because most of the time you're doing it for free. Mm-hmm. It's going to take out of your day, and it's just time where it, it just takes time out of what your your life plan is. And but my best you know advice is, I can say yeah. is it's so rewarding. It's like once it gets going and you see. Yeah. There's a whole, it'll make you want more of that. It's the best it's, payday on earth. Yeah, Watching one kid succeed is the, it gives me goosebumps thinking yeah. about it. You know, it's the best payday on earth. To me, that's my paycheck right there is watching these kids and uh, not only kids, but like across the gym, watching these guys like PR, get double unders and all this stuff. It's like, 
Yeah. It's, it's like what we get really our, our, our fulfillment. Dude, every coach knows yeah, the, know feeling the feeling of when a person PRs or when a person's been working hard at something and then they get it and, and how cool that is in an adult. Multiply that by 10 when a kid gets that. Yeah. And they don't even realize, the, kid, the kids don't even realize it. They just like, they have no clue. they're being led from the, pretty much the. So cool. Guys, that's, that's awesome. And, and to, to recap the advice, I, I agree with, uh, with you, Rory. You know, pick one kid. Start small. You're not going to be able to walk into a, a school district or a, or a hospital or a massive government organization. You, you're going to have to have, on a very, you know, tangible level, you're going to need some examples of success before yeah. you you grow. So um, I think that's a, some great advice. Now, I want to talk a little bit more specifically about this event. Let's hype this thing a little bit because I, I'm so excited for the growth that you guys have seen since starting it in 2014. Uh, what are some fun things that we have in store this year? This year's going to be rad. Um, we've got a few events that are leading up to the actual trail run on September 15th, there's a boat tour on Captain Andy's. It's a 60-foot catamaran. It goes around the Nepali coastline. Uh, and it's a beautiful boat. And the coastline is something, if you've never been to Kauai, uh, it's a must-see. It's like it's like an inch shy of being on the seven, like one of the seven wonders of the natural world. Like this thing is unbelievable. Yeah, awesome. It's the sheer cliff face that, I mean, if you've ever watched Jurassic Park, it's Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. Actually, it is exactly Jurassic Park. It's where they filmed it. So it's beautiful. Turtles and Uh, all kinds of. But the bonus to that is um, this tour is being run with all of your favorite CrossFit athletes. So all of the athletes like Rich Froning, Dan Bailey, Miranda Oldroyd, uh, China Cho, Lauren Fisher. A lot of athletes are going to be attending this boat tour as well. So you get a chance to hang out with them and see one of these most incredible sights. And then Friday, this is the event. And then also, too, like Thursday, the, the night that after the boat, um, the guys that come on the boat, they're going to be invited to a huge dodgeball tournament that we have with the high school kids. Nice. Which is, which is nuts. so fun. <laughs> the, kids are, the kids are out for blood, yeah, blood, which is the best. All headshots. It's so fun. <laughs> uh, dude, the athletes had no idea what was coming at them last year. They're like, oh, we're going to smoke these kids. And then the kids are just, they just got, got their butts kicked. Little cannon arms. Yeah. That's awesome. But then Friday, Friday, what we're really stoked about this year, in addition to the run, is uh, we partnered with the Poipu Beach Athletic Club to do uh, an exhibition showcase with the athletes and our kids partnered together. So we're going to have those athletes, the fittest on earth, uh, paired up in teams with uh, kids from our program, middle school and high school kids. And they're going to do three team events throughout the course of the day. And this event is completely free for everyone in the community to come and attend. Uh, and we also have one of the um, best Hawaiian bands that are donating. They're coming down. It's called Hapa, and they're just unreal. These guys. Yeah, they're donating their time to come hang out. So there's going to be a DJ. There's going to be a pool. So it's like a pool party. Um, there's like food. And drinks and just a, an awesome community hangout and opportunity for everybody who's participating in the run to get to know each other, hang out, see what our program is really about, the heart of it, watch our kids in action and give us a chance to show off our kids too because they're pretty rad and we love what they're capable of. Um, and then Saturday is the run. So starts early in the morning, 8 a.m. is our first kickoff for heats and uh, 
it's going to be an unreal trail this year. We've got a the 5K. Trail is nuts. Yeah, we've got a 5K and a 10K and a 5K team option. Uh, and the trails are pretty mental. The yeah, the views trail are unbelievable. Is nobody, it's, like, it's all private land. And my buddies um, are up there. They've been cutting dirt bike trails and stuff for years. And they don't let that land. That land's inaccessible by anybody. It's um, owned by a huge um, trust called the Knudsen Trust. And, they, and these landowners over here, they don't normally allow, they pretty much don't allow any type of events like this. There's a motorcycle club and us <laughs> are the only people with yeah. access to it. And it's been, yeah, because they, they've known me for over the years of all the stuff that I've been doing in the community and, they, and they've given me a shot with this up there. So without the, this land, this wouldn't be possible to run. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's like pristine. There's basically about a mile long ridge run on the top of the, the Kahili Mountain, and then it's, the views are so expansive. It's just beautiful up there. It's like you can't even like put it in words. There's some videos on my Instagram. Like you go to at CrossFit Poipu or the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run Instagram. You can there's all kinds of footage of it. Yeah, and it's um, pretty amazing. And then that night we rented out the best restaurant on the south side of the island to do our award ceremony. Um, at the Beach House Restaurant. It's got unbelievable views of the sunset. It's right on the water. It's gorgeous. Um, And if you purchase that ticket um, to participate in the run, you can come to the award ceremony that night, which is also going to be pretty cool. Yeah, and it's like all the – I mean, it would be – it would cost a lot of money to put an event like this, but everybody's like supporting it, making it possible. We're not paying tons of money to do it. So it's all community supporting it. To have such a like, awesome spread, awesome event, you know that's excellent. And and it sounds like your sponsorships have been have been super generous and allow. I mean, really, this is a reasonable for participant. This is a very reasonable uh, priced event. It's exciting that people can get involved in something to this magnitude at such a low uh, at such a low price point. And I mean, I think that just is a testament to your guys' organization and the your ability to create relationships uh, both in the community and and with your outside sponsors mm-hmm. yeah and also like i have a one of the nicest hotels down here on Kauai. their their rooms are usually a thousand dollars a night for like a three bedroom a thousand to twelve hundred dollars a night and they're, they're giving it to me for like 400 bucks wow wow so, so we have a link on our website that and it's yeah. right in the heart of Poipu, and it's like like five star rooms, like for nothing. Mm. You know? this, what's so cool about this program um, and about the trail run is that it's really unique. You're not going to find this anywhere else on earth. Um, you won't participate in a run that's as beautiful or for a program um, that's as full of life and of joy. And I think what's also really unique about this is that Hoff Aaron has spent the last 18 years creating relationships that are all coming into play right now, Mm. that this would not be possible anywhere else to have um, the run itself, the land that's being donated, the people who are rallying to support us, you know, having the beach house restaurant, having the Knudsen trust, having the garden Island motorcycle club, plus all of our CrossFit related sponsors, having all of these people wrapped up into this event would not be possible without the relationships that are, you know, decades old. And that is something that every single person who comes to participate in this run gets to be a part of. 
they get to be a part of our family. They get to be a part of the island of Kauai. And they get to be a part of those relationships and to grow our family globally. And that's something that we want to invite people into is that come be a part of what we are doing. Come be a part of who we are and and what we represent. That's really exciting, guys. So uh, I I do want to finish up uh, talking about some ways that the gym owners that are listening to this can get involved. But first, I'd like to give uh, the gym owners, our audience, a little nugget of advice that maybe you guys have learned. Now, if you go back uh, to 2014 as you were uh, creating and planning this event, if there's a, a one piece of advice related to running an event or fundraiser it, that you could give yourself in 2014, what would that be? Just do it. <laughs> just, yes. Yeah. Just do it. Like literally, Commit. literally, like when I when I started it, I, had, I was having dinner with Greg last night. And we were hanging out. And I was just like, "Hey, Greg, I had this idea," and he's basically just said, "Don't be a chicken. Just go and do it." In the nice, way. I'm sure that's, that's what Greg nice said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. And I was just like, so so then I I just went ahead and I made a flyer and I sat and I held this flyer for like three weeks, just going, "Am I going to really do this?" Am I gonna, you know what I mean? I was contemplating, like, you know, am I going to stick my neck out there and and possibly be a huge failure in front of everybody? That, I mean, that, that was my biggest deterrent. And I just said, and I posted it on Instagram. And I said, everybody was like, oh, are you doing an event? And I was like, yeah, so I'm doing an event. <laughs> you know, and it just went from there. And I had no idea. I've never done anything like it. And it's, but my, if you, if, you know, it's, it's not hard. Once you, once it's like, that's not true. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't it's be not, fooled, gym it's owners. Not, it's it's not, hard. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. But it's the most rewarding thing that if you just do it um, and you stick it out. It's not you know, that hard. This year, the first year, he whines about how hard it is all the time. So it's not true. But the, the first year is hard because you're unsure of what's going to happen. And I think the second year, if it starts to pick up steam, and this is even if you're just running a local kids program, you know, the second year it starts to pick up steam, um, it gets crazy because there are so many things going on. There's so many people coming at you from every angle and you still have no clue what you're doing. And then by the third year, it's sort of the make or break that if you're willing to stick it out and you're willing to commit to it, things start to fall in line and they start to get a little bit better. And then I think every year after that, yes, you're going to have curveballs. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but it will always be way easier than those first two years, first three years, that it gets gets, so much smoother. So stick it out, commit to it, do it, first of Mm -hmm. all. And and then from there, just be willing to to take the curveballs as they come, but know that if your vision and your heart are in the right place, it's going to work. And that's a good way, like, if you were to look at it on another end, too, is, like, for you to, like, basically a CrossFit gym is is a community place. That If you draw in the community, you'll make your box more successful. And that's kind of a byproduct of mm-hmm. getting out there in the community and helping kids and doing stuff like that. That's been my experience. And it's, um, I mean, we're not, like, crushing it on numbers and members, but we're getting yeah. community support-wise and all these other benefits that come with it. Are, are are huge. Way more important. Yeah. That's excellent, guys. <laughs> so other than coming out to to the event, uh, um, which 
you should do. Gym owners, you deserve a vacation. Go do this. <laughs> uh, how, how else can we get involved? Um, on our website, ultimatehawaiantrailrun.com, there's an option to donate uh, that that would go straight to our kids. 100% of the profits from this run go straight to the program. So if you feel uh, like you would like love to help us, there's a donate option that's built in on the website. Uh, every dollar helps us create a better program every day. Um, and aside from that, we also have uh, the the help from Reebok, we're partnered with them, um, that if you're looking to purchase a new pair of Nanos, you're looking to purchase any sort of clothing, if you go through the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run storefront, um, it's the same website that's available everywhere else, but if you purchase from uh, the link in our website, 10% of every purchase you make goes to help our kids um, without any additional cost to them. So if you purchase through the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run, we get 10% to help our kids out. So those are two really easy, feasible options that uh, people can help us raise a little bit more money because at the end of the day, money is what helps us Absolutely. keep running. Absolutely, yeah. And if you uh, if you spend money on nanos like I do, then uh, we'll get a big chunk over to, <laughs> over to the trail <laughs> running to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs new gear, right? And nano sixes are out. Oh. So buy them on our website. <laughs> There it is. Um, and also, uh, yeah, this is a tax-deductible uh, vacation, gym owners. Take it. Enjoy it. <laughs> Do it. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. So um, Aaron Hoff and Rory Zambard uh, with the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run.com and CrossFit Poipu. Thank you guys so much for your time. I am just, like, energized right now with your guys' vision and, and your heart for the kids in, in your community. Uh, keep up the great work. Uh, listeners, get involved. Go like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram, uh, ultimatehawaiantrailrun.com. Buy your nanos there. Uh, support the cause. Either make it out this year, September 15th uh, to the 17th, or uh, go ahead and plan on coming out next year. I hear uh, that it will be even more people, more sponsors, more athletes. Uh, things just keep getting better and better. Uh, Aaron and Rory, guys, keep up the great work, and thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Matt.